Live from the Talking Joe Studios. It's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, 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 it's me, the Chief. I'm joined by my buddy. It's me, it's Ben. How's it going, Chief? Not too bad, my friend, not too bad. I'm grizzly, man. I'm grizzly. Grizzly, you know. I'm a bear. bear. Well, no, I'm a bear. What's the saying? Bear with a sore head. Yeah, or a thorn in his paw. I don't know. (laughs) But that means Um, someone's uh, someone's hacked you off. Oh, yeah, that person is me. I've hacked Ah. myself off. Um, I've got injured. I'm injured. I've got injured again. Well, listen, let me tell you something. Let 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 me ask you something. I remember a few episodes back, well, a, long, a lot of episodes back, you said you had severely injured yourself, Achilles, I think, possibly, from all the hard running you were doing. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, recently, and it never twigged until now, when you said the Action Force special we did with Diagnostic 80 Full Force Podcast, you said, <laughs> I'm going out for a big run. I'm going to yeah. put a pod on. And at the time, I didn't think anything of it. And now I'm thinking, wait a minute, that guy shouldn't have been running. Yeah, well, I started boxing instead. Then I, oh, I yes. really hurt my hand. Okay. Uh, and I sort of went back to running, and um, the foot was okay if I did heavy stretching beforehand. And then the other day I was stretching, and I tore my other foot, and nice. now I'm, I've nice. got both feet are screwed. And I'm just at the end of my tether with it all. I'm just so angry. I can I can't really walk properly. So what does that mean in general life terms? Is that, that's not affecting you severely? Yeah, it is. It's making me a little bit sad. But I mean, um, can you still, you can still do normal activities, you just can't uh, do any heavy exercise? Yeah, I can do normal activities. I can sort of almost run. It's a very specific range of movement that I can't do and then it's this very sharp pain. It's the kind of thing where I feel like I actually need both my feet in, a, in boots. And is this in, something where you, you need know, to go to physio really? Yeah, I rang a physio and I am booked in to see a physio. Uh, he knows what it is. It's two different things on each foot and it just requires rest, ice. I can still do exercise, uh, you know, low impact. Yep. Uh, just a bit over it. I feel like an old man. Right. Uh, and I, yeah, I can't really do, I can't play with the kids as much as I'd like in terms of like running around. I just feel like, oh. It's like a sign of things to come. <laughs> no, yeah, not ideal. Not ideal. No. Welcome to my but world. But the thing is, have you ever seen anyone wearing two boots, like casts? No. That, that's what I feel like I need. Like, complete... Uh, I, I, I kind of want to be quite, uh, cryogenically frozen yeah. for 12 <laughs> weeks. Okay, not like me for like uh, 50 years. No, just 12... I just want to be better again. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, how have you been? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I just started watching uh, Hard to Kill this morning, 1990, Steven Seagal. Yeah, I was going to say, which 80s action star is that? And it's him, yeah. 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 He's quite a controversial chap these days. Uh, is People don't like him. Some stuff came out about him, didn't it? I don't, I, I'm, I don't really um, He's part peruse of the, the news or the social medias that well, much. Has he I done something he, bad? Yeah, I think it could be a little bit of the... Harvey Weinstein stuff. He okay. got he got brushed with that. I think right. I can't be sure, but dude, I'm not sure he was ever actually good. There's a lot of people out there that reckon he was just such a chancer. Right. Look, honestly, how good are his fight scenes in that film? Yeah, he does a lot of sort of just 
parrying. Well, it's all Aikido, so it's all one person's momentum against them. So there's so many, th- you know, like you say, parries and turns into throws. Yeah. I don't know. I'm it's not, not sure. like uh, John Claude Van Damme, is it? You know, brutally kicking people in the head and uh, punch, pulling their heart out and stuff. Yeah, he just doesn't look like he's in that great shape. No. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. And why would you pop that film on? Uh, well, I rec- <laughs> that one was from over Christmas time still when I just recorded on the old Virgin Plus box. Oh, okay. I just went okay. over random sci-fi channel and, you know, ITV10 or whatever and just recorded random movies. Yeah. I've, st- I've still got a backlog of about 16 or 17. Okay. Just random stuff from, you know, back in the day. Fairs. But there you go. <laughs> um, so. So, yes, I've been... Uh, Catching up with Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm now up to one episode left in season six, and that can only mean one thing. His name was Ramsey. He was a bastard. He liked rhubarb tart with lots of custard. He was a bad man with a bad plan. Dogs ate his face. Now he's substandard. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one again. Okay. okay. I'm not... Ooh. Right. Couple of clangers in there, possibly. Really? Anyway, we're the only podcast yes. that uh, that is talking about <laughs> season six, episode nine. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah Cause I we're on catch up. So I just watched season eight, episode four last. Am night. I right in thinking you said there was only six in episode in season eight? Yeah, two left. Right. So my my situation is this: I will watch the last episode of season six tonight. Yes. Me and the missus have been watching two a night, but because okay. she's back from work late tonight, we probably can only get one in. Then we'll do two episodes on Wednesday, two, this is of season seven, two episodes on Thursday, one on Friday because she's got to bake her niece's birthday cake. We'll decorate it so she thinks she'll only have time for one. So that'll leave us five. Then Saturday, we're going to her nan's for her niece's birthday so we won't watch any then then sunday we're going to f- watch the last two of season seven so that's season seven done then yeah monday we're actually going on holiday for a week for five days mm-hmm. so we're not going to watch any then so when we come back on friday night we'll watch it'll be done we'll watch no we'll watch the first two of season eight then on uh saturday two of season uh, three and four of season eight oh they're very long don't forget they're like 90 minutes now but anyway. then on sunday we'll watch episode five ready for episode six which will come out the following monday wow so you so we'll be one day ahead we'll literally yeah. have finished that episode five of season eight the day before episode six comes out yeah but that plan is um you know, fraught teetering. with danger oh it's fraught with yeah, danger. yeah because as soon as you drop one it's all over oh yeah game over and and they do get very long okay. these later ones noted so what uh, anyway, i think so, i know how you feel about season 5 so how do you feel about season 6 season 6 was a the bit of a dudder so season far six. Can i you think just it, go over i think it was probably the plots. weakest one yet uh mainly nothing much is happening there's some sparrow stuff where loris oh yeah and I hate marjorie that. is still well marjorie's just been released tommen has now gone over to the faith so he has yeah. now joined up forces yeah, with with those guys, uh, I, there's some bits. This is where I started losing interest a bit. I think I watched, I did watch to the end last time, and I watched the first few of season seven. But already at this point, I was losing interest first time. So there's a few bits that I missed or forgot about, which was Return of the Hound. 
which is always yes. good because I like the Hound. He's that's a nice little episode that as well. Nice little episode. Uh, Ian McShane popping up. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to go back and rewatch Deadwood. Is is another mission I need? Yeah, but, I remember you liked that. But yeah. anyway, um, what else has happened? Um, Do you like the big battle? As far as the big battles go, so two things are to note. I think last time I said it's some of the worst choreography I've ever seen in a TV show in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, which now I that, that changed agree with. that ch- in one-on-one battles, but okay. that kind of changed where there was a flashback. Uh, Bran was going back in time and he saw his dad. Oh yeah, and a few of his mates in a big fight with some dude. It was like six on one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the one dude was wielding two swords, and he took out all of them apart from Stark. And I thought that fight scene was actually really cool. That was choreography is really good there. And I was like, okay, maybe I was potentially wrong. Mm. And then when it came to Battle of the Bastards, uh, episode nine, season six, that could be one of the best big battle scenes, uh, top ten, well, top five probably I've ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely better than... It's incredible. Braveheart, it's really come on. Brutal. They, what, they, what they do is they capture the, um, I think, the randomness and the confusion and the yeah. kind of hecticness. Just horses really, smashing into people. It's a lottery, isn't it, in terms yeah. of your life? Well, my missus said, how do you know who's on your side? Exactly. I said I, there's probably a lot of that. friendly fire going on. Yeah, a lot. And I, I, I do like the bits where, you know... John, he's always he's just about to die, and then like a horse will just come through and take yeah. out the guy. Or yeah. oh, of course, yeah. that was the big thing of season six was episode one. He comes back to life. Yeah, been which I never knew about, so that right. took me by surprise. Um, he's just a bit of an idiot, isn't he? Really, he's just like he wants to. You know, he's brought back to life, and he's led all these wildlings through, and now he's like, I'm going to give up. I don't want to be Lord Commander anymore. I was like, you got responsibility, man. Put your socks up. Yeah, I, he's a bit I of a wet fish. Just... I don't know how I feel about him. I can't make up my mind if I really like him. I definitely don't hate him. Yeah. Um, and the other stuff that's going on is Danny. That storyline with Danny's just boring now. She's just stuck away sorry, over she, that side she's... of the sea, just doing the same thing. Oh, there's slaves, free him, the revolt, and la la la, the sons of the harpy, and all that sort of stuff. Oh um, yeah, because you haven't done the next episode. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, that and is now I think she's the, the, the she's freed the dragons, or the, and then the dragons have killed all the masters who came back to retake the city. Um, what do you think and now about I guess the Arya the, stuff? I guess she's on the move. Uh, like you, well, you said to me, I didn't really skip like it, it all, and you won't miss anything. Now, I think that is partially right in terms of the overall storyline, unless it's revealed further in season eight. To the overall storyline, what she's done over there means nothing. No, all she's done is it's just you know, it's an individual little character development for she's her. She's trained, and she's you know a pretty good fighter now. And she's also a dick as well because she's like, I want to be a faceless and assassin. And they're they're scumbags. They're villains. They're assassins. Those faceless gods or whatever they are. Yes, because they're just they're just hired assassins. They're scumbags yeah. for a start. Um, and the why show is that, full of scumbags. Why does that guy, whatever his, uh, I'm going to pronounce it, Jack and Agar or whatever his name is, why yeah. does he talk like he thinks he's Yoda? Yeah, I don't know. But I like, Why didn't you just say speak the words properly, man? I do like how he looks, but yeah, I mean, I I, I wasn't really into any of that. Um, um, but yeah, so she wants to be an assassin, and then she can't kill the thin man, and then she goes off and kills Sir Merin, which she shouldn't have done, and then she can't kill the actress. So basically, I don't know what she was thinking. She was not cut out for it. So I'm very interested to see what you now think again of season seven, because season seven and season eight are very there's a they are different. Right. In terms of, you know, everything suddenly gets, just moves kind of movie quick. Yep. They become more, it's definitely more, 
movie-ish in the season seven and eight, just in terms of the way that things unfold and that they, they don't really mess around. Yeah. And, and I didn't mind that, but I'm interested to see how, yeah, because you didn't really like season seven. That's, in fact, where you stopped. Yes, yes. I think I was just bored. I just wanted it to get to the end. I like endings and stuff. I don't like stuff that runs... Well, maybe it'd be different now because you but, know that you yeah. can actually just continue watching and, and it will end. Doing this catch-up was probably good. It feels like a chore at the moment, but it feels... It's good in a way because it is catching me up on a load of stuff and all the storylines make a bit more sense. We had also the other thing from season six, we had the Hodor bit, which my, uh, yeah. which my missus was literally cracking up that was laughter. A sat- that, that was the whole satisfying. Hodor bit, she was just laughing. Just oh, laughing. Hodor. I was like, it's supposed to be serious and you know, you're supposed to feel pity for him or whatever. And she was just laughing. She Hodor, Hodor. But I didn't um, get that either. Uh, Bran, has Bran created Hodor effectively? He's gone back in time, and because Hodor saw him, Hodor's freaked out, and Hodor's seen the future. What future yeah, he's lies definitely, in store for him? He's definitely made him special for sure. Yeah, kind of ruined his life. Yeah. So did Hodor <laughs> see the future? No. Yeah, Hodor has. He, see, I don't think he, has he did. A, he has a seizure, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't think he saw it in a way where he can just sit down and say, "This is what happened." Yeah. There's, a, you know, he's changed forever. Yeah. In that but moment, I, didn't, I thought that was unnecessary because. Hodor's them, his mate, so he would have held the door anyway for him. He didn't need to have become what he was. No, yeah. I don't really get the point I think of it's it. just in a, in a loop. Oh, okay. God. Hey, All right, so like... I've got another couple of questions. Obviously, this is this part of the show is actually called Chief, you know, ask Ben a question about Game of Thrones. Um, so what's up with those stupid little alien things in the tree oh, that created the White Walkers? Of, are you talking about the, what, the kids? Yeah. Or... The children of the forest or something? Yeah, because they're not human. They're a different species. They're not yeah. human. And they I... created the White Walkers because they were. They felt man was pissing them off and shunning them. So they created yeah. the White Walkers. I feel like all that stuff is like set thousands of years before. Yeah. And like your question every week, yeah. I have absolutely no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Uh, and I also, the... Max von Sydow, the old man trapped in the tree roots. Oh, yeah. Is he supposed to be time? Well, I, th- I thought. Or is he, he just an old man post- in a tree? Well, that and I thought was he not the three-eyed raven before Bran? I don't know what Bran is. Be- Bran is the three-eyed raven, is he? Becoming, or that's you know, we won't stop badgering on about it. So, do you? And again, no spoilers because you've only got what two episodes to go, I think, have you? Yeah. So the the whole crux of it is Bran is effectively kind of a messiah. He's kind of Jesus, isn't he? Because he's the only one who can save humanity. Yes, he. Well, I liken uh, him actually to Luke Skywalker. Oof, kind of the last cool. of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he's not as cool as Luke. Um, no. I think the writers knew that, and they've really backed off that whole stuff. Because I, I think it was a lot of people's least favorite part of the show. Right. Uh, just, just quickly, between the two main uh storylines out of interest what are you more into are you more into the night king or the sort of politics and king's landing and the actual game of thrones yeah probably prefer the king's landing stuff okay that's cool okay um and when did these uh, these white walker things become like zombies from 28 days later i know because they're not just all white walk you've got I think though the zombies are the ones that they've risen from the dead. 
okay. who technically are they're kind of white walkers, but they don't seem to have the blue eyes. And, and the the white ones are the ones that they because the, he's got all his generals and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah, and they look like a completely different, like their own thing. Yeah, and then you've got all the skeletons wandering around. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I tell you what, you did text me, and you were like, "Oh, Danny." She's a villain. Well, I mean, yeah, I think I said John. I think John's not a villain, really, but he's just a bit of a wet blanket. But I mean, yeah, Danny, think I think she is um, a villain, really. If you think she's being a, a jerk, then, I mean, yeah. you just wait. Okay. Ugh. I'm not a fan. She won't make you. it out, I don't, I don't think. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, I haven't seen much of those people from Dawn. Do they crop up again? The woman who now rules Dawn with her three daughters? Yeah, so briefly. They, I think the they're in they're is... in King's Landing anyway because they killed Prince Tristane and they're in King's Landing. The three girls, I think. Yeah, Maybe. all that gets wrapped up. Okay. Yes. So uh, also, before we talk about GI Joe, we've got to go inside. Now, after last week, yeah. everyone's running for the door. <laughs> they're, just, they're just jumping. They're just like whoa. Well, I'll have a, I'll have an update on last week's one next week. Oh, okay. So let's uh, we'll bring a bit bit more lighthearted this week. I don't want to you know go down into the depths again, but we might actually go down into the depths again next week. But well, my wife listened and she she thought it was a very mature discussion. Okay. Very mature from a couple of immature guys. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was at the supermarket yesterday. Right. I, I don't mind naming it uh, Sainsbury's. And no, Sainsbury. I, that's another thing that bugs me. There's two. In fact, I've just thought of another one. When people say, I'm going to Tesco's, and I'm mm. like, what, you're going to two different ones? And they're like, yeah, no. They pluralize. Yeah, it's you're going plural. to Tesco, chump. And I've just done it myself. Sains- Actually, is it Sainsbury or is it Sainsbury's? Jay Sainsbury. Um, yeah, Sainsbury. I went to Sainsbury yesterday. Not Sainsbury. I didn't go to two. I went to one. And uh, got my shopping on the uh, conveyor belt, waiting at the checkout. Guy in front of me is like, Oh, can I just go and swap this for someone else? Oh, uh, that to the, gr- to the yeah. cashier, and then he's just run off down to the down to the bloody fruit and veg aisle or whatever because he's, he wanted a different mushroom or something. Yeah, and you're on the clock, and, it, and I'm like, I'm looking at my watch. I'm going, what's this clown doing? And, How uh, long was he? And a, a good four minutes. I'm saying, oh, absolutely burn. brutal. I think I have done that. Yeah. I do it, but I never do it when I'm the person that's about to get served. I'll do it well, if I'm like too deep. I get so really stressed out. Back in the line when I'm in charge of paying, and Emma's like, "Oh, oh, I just got to go. I forgot this," and she runs back, and they've scanned all the items, and you're and holding the, people, the baby. The people behind are just like, "Oh, these guys." Yeah, but she yeah. doesn't get the flack because she's off getting it. You're the yeah. one getting the glares. The glares. Yeah. <laughs> Check out glare. That's it. <laughs> so that's what grinds your gears. Yeah. But I'll give that to you. Good. I Good. can give them to you. <laughs> Um, let's talk some G.I. Joe comics let's do it now now chief yes I've got quite a lot to say about these ones okay so before we crack in we've got Special Missions 8 and G.I. Joe Real American Heroes 68, 69 and 70 where do you want to start yeah should we just do the main run first yeah we do the main run first let me open up my have a tonic book uh, okay, so let's do let's do covers first. Yeah. So you've got them to hand. Cover of yeah, I got 69 em. is 
Destro, and he's now in gold rather than silver with a lovely yeah. red cape. And he has a couple of guys flanking him who are the Iron Grenadiers, who are his Yeah, disappointed soldiers. by this cover. I just thought if you're going to introduce him, I think I just didn't like how it was drawn at all. all right, this is Tony Sammons, who is but the is he doing interior the cover? artist. Yes, same artist. Yeah, because he's got a really odd problem with perspective and scale. So right. people's torsos are massive and then you've got these tiny little heads. But anyway, didn't like that cover. Okay, uh, but I do love that new get-up, don't yes, you? Yes, very good. Uh, number 70 is Wild Bill in the cockpit of a plane with a pistola behind him pointing at his head. Yeah, it's a good one. Ron Wagner is doing this. He's the interior artist for that issue. And issue 71, which is called Bailout, is, uh, it is Thrasher. And one of the dreadnoughts, and he is dangling out of a plane with Zorana yeah. and new guy, Crazy Legs, pulling him in. Yeah. Or let right him go. We don't know. Let's, uh, um, that cover is by uh, Ron Wagner again. And the teams here are Larry Harmer, Ron Wagner pencils the last two, and Tony Sammons pencils the first one, Randy Emberlin on finishes, Bob Shireen on colours, and Joe Rosen on letters. Yeah, so do you want to try and... Um... Give us a synopsis. Okay, on, so on we are in uh, Rio Lindo, I think, which is in Sierra Gordo. It's the capital, yeah. Uh, the capital city of... Uh, oh, sorry, it's uh, Rio Vista. Might be Rio... It says... On the front page, it says downtown Rio Vista, capital of Sierra Gordo. But I think they're in Rio Lindo as well, possibly. Um, and what's going on here is Hawk, Psycout and Roadblock. So nice to see Roadblock back. Uh, are in the US Embassy in Sierra Gordo, they're trying to extract Ambassador Winthrop. Um, And this is all to do with revolutionaries, counter-revolutionaries, the North American banana monopoly, uh, quite political. Yes. And it's basically an extraction mission. And there's a side plot going on that stems out of this, which is some Joes have to team up with some dreadnoughts uh, to escape, and they crash a plane, and how are they going to get out of the jungle? Yeah. Now, this is one, from the first page, I was like, this is right in Chief's uh, wheelhouse. In terms of storyline? Yes. Yes. Political. I really, really dig this storyline. I know. I knew you would. Uh, and, you know, it's just not not for me, this one. Okay. And um, I only got issue with that, the art in... Um, that uh, issue 69. I see what I you're know saying. you're a fan. I, I think just cannot get on board. I think it's definitely not helped by the inking being very, very thin. I mean, you're probably reading digital, are you? I am. Um, I've, I've got a couple of notes on things that I dislike. I okay. think we've, we've spoken about this before, but, uh, you know, cartoony, bendy vehicles. Yeah, you don't like. And tyres. Can't stand all that. Yep. Um, the other thing... I don't like is all of his wides, the blandness of them. There's a couple of pages here that I think are the, my worst two pages of G.I. Joe that we've done so far. Okay. And it's the one where you've got... Uh, oh, see, I haven't got page numbers, which is okay. really annoying. But it's basically the bottom panel, you've got Wild Bill and they're in the striker driving away from a tank and an APC. Right. Every every background is just a colour. Yep. There's no detail. And then on the next page, you've got... You've got the, he's, he doesn't understand the rule of thirds. You've got really oddly framed shots of people where 
you got roadblock on the back and you just got these three heads. Ah, right. just basic yep. things like that. Okay. Um, and just pro- some proportion stuff. Like sometimes on the back of the Awe Strike, a roadblock looks like some sort of giant. <laughs> uh, and the vehicle looks like something you could pick up in your hand. Yeah. But then on the flip side, some of his stuff has got this amazing like hyper detail of, of like the, the guns and stuff. Yeah. But uh, just really well, let's see how, in it. terms of art-wise, Tony Sammers. Let's see how we get on because he does have a couple of issues coming up later on. I'm, you know, talking like uh, a year's time. So we'll see. It's if not there's... much going on in the panels at no. all. And I do know what you mean, and it does feel like a bit of a filling issue because you've got Ron Wagner, who'd been, who'd come on board after Rod Wiggum, and then Ron Wagner fills off this storyline with the next two issues. I know, because but, so it I... does does definitely feel like shit we need a fill-in issue who's who's quick that can you know bash out an issue for us it's tony salmon so it does feel like that yes it was so nice when i flicked over and i was like ah we're back wagner i mean i did like yeah like you say the storyline you know i like that first bit where there's 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 fighting in the streets and the all striker with the guys has driven into the the embassy and there's a guy about to burn a burn the the flag the Stars and Stripes. Yeah. And uh, I just cool panel there of Roblox kind of put his M60 right up in the guy's grill. Yeah, I'd say that's probably the best panel. Right. Um, but, I mean, as soon as you flick over into issue 70 and you just look at the detail yeah. and uh, how, how well constructed the panels are, I was like, I mean, there's absolutely no comparison, just yeah. from my mind anyway. Yep, yep, that's, that's fine, um, that's fine. And also, I was a little bit gutted that Destro, that's such a, to me, that's a big reveal, Destro coming back. And I was like, ah, it's just a shame he's not drawn how I like Destro to be drawn. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, lot, the, story, the lot, story's fine. There's a lot, lot going on because you've got General Villavaca who is... There's a lot going on. ...kind of the acting commander, isn't he? And then you've got the counter-revolutionaries, El Jefe, and this North American banana monopoly, and you've got the... Company president Chip Goodfellow, uh, Ambassador uh, Winthrop. There's a lot, lot going on. A lot to kind of keep track of all these, these talking head kind of characters. Yeah. Also, what I took from this is I'm not sure I'm a massive Hawk fan. Okay. What has he I done don't to offend? Think, uh, I'm not sick of seeing it, but uh, I missed, I missed Duke. Yep. Because am I? Conf- I thought Hawk was taking a, a seat upstairs. Yeah, yeah, but it just doesn't seem to happen. He keeps getting involved. Um, I don't know. I think he might be a little bit one-dimensional. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I quite, I quite like his get-up though. I like his, I like his outfit. I in do the field. like his outfit. And yes, a bit one-dimensional. Possibly, possibly you could maybe substitute him for for any kind of you know leader in that position. I guess, but um, yeah, yeah. So and that let's let's play out that ground stuff. And so on 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 the floor there. Um, the the Joes end up getting holed up in some sort of. Um, I love that sort of. It's a very it's a few little buildings in an outcropping in the middle of the jungle. Um, they go in massive firefight, you know, and Huge. then they uh, get peppered. General man. General Villavaca basically orders all his men to to assault that. There's a cool panel where the, the dude's popping a bottle of champagne in the back seat of a limo. Yes, uh, yeah. much akin to I think Mindbender did that. A couple of they were ago, yeah, yeah with the pterodromes. Um Yeah, and basically the Winthrop has got he's raided the embassy to get 
some crucial documents that that um, tie into the North American banana monopoly and um, the Sierra Gordians regime, and it's going to expose them, whatever. So they basically want those documents and Winthrop uh, dead and not to fall into the hands of, um, you know, people yeah. who could do them damage. When the when the Joes um, go into that that house, yes. that sort of abandoned house, it's um, there's some real scenes in there they find. Oh, what people That's- dead? You mean? Grizzly. Yeah, it is grizzly. The I dude's mean, been tortured. It's like Game of Thrones stuff. There's a guy tied to a chair. He's been tortured. There's all different. Yeah, all different types of scenes going on there. There's a guy on the radio. Oh, he's been was... shot in the back. Yeah, it's pretty Very brutal. Very grizzly. And then uh, I guess a twist here because Destro, Destro's been showcasing his new armaments on this helicopter to General Villavaca, and he's selling arms to them. And then he's now landed where the Joes are and El Jefe, the counter-revolutionaries, and now he's cut a deal with them. And he's basically, yes. I'm going to sell arms to both sides of this war. Yeah, there's a great panel of all the Joes with their guns outside the windows. Yes. Kind of making a stand. Yeah. It's actually super detailed. It goes like three deep. Yeah. I really and like got... Ron Wagner's art. I think he's, oh, you know, so good. he's possibly an underappreciated artist in, in the annals of, of G.I. Joe. And the, the more I'm reading of his issues, I'm like, you know, this guy is slowly creeping up to possibly a topish spot for me yeah you know Same. i thought rod wiggum you know no one's going to knock him off but ron wagner's getting close yeah definitely definitely um, um and that's kind so, of that kind of ties up that sort of ground-based stuff um you know yeah all there really uh well there's more there's more in terms of those guys in terms of hawk roadblock and whatever um that's kind of their story done but meanwhile Look at this. Yeah, they're they're trying to evac. They're they're, they're trying to evac uh, before they've gone into that jungle. And while Bill with a C one thirty is waiting on the runway with Maverick and crazy, you had crazy legs, I think, didn't you? Possibly. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. Um, I think. I guess he's kind of a a, a Mark II ripcord. You know, he's like a a, a parachute dude. Yeah. Airborne airborne infantry, um, if you will. Colors in in the. in the cockpit scene, yes. when they're sort of coming round, yeah, yeah, because they, they've those costumes, they've, they, they've taken off because they've been accosted by Monkey Wrench, Thrasher, and Zorana, uh, yes. with the Thunder Machine, a load of revolutionaries on the plane. They, the plane has crashed, and now you've got a kind of some cool bits there where um, Crazy Legs is jumping to save a kid in the back of the plane before it crashes. Yeah, uh, Thrasher's not buckled in; he's broken his nose, and now they've effectively got to. Uh, exfil from this jungle before the revolutionaries come in and basically cap them off. Yes. Thrasher's got a broken arm as well. Um, nice scene hey. Nice scene on the bus. There's a bus coming by with a load of troops on. Oh, and some they dress the, up. Some of the dreadnoughts dress up. And uh, basically they've got an entrenching tool, which is kind of just like a small spade, I guess, and an ampule of like um, smelling salts. And they crack yeah, it Thrasher under. Yeah, Thrasher gets a lot of crack it under Thrasher's nose. He wakes up, broken arm. Zorana punches his arm, puts a spade in his hand, goes berserker and just smashes. Look at the next page. There's just bodies hanging out of the bus windows. Yeah, he's absolutely <laughs> brutal. He's chucked one of them out the front window. Thrasher oh. gets a lot of airtime. Does in yeah. This arc. Yeah, a bit of light uh, relief, a bit of comedy value from him as well. Yeah, because it is quite a full-on um, arc. There's a lot going on, a lot of information. Yeah. Um, what happens with that bus? Oh, there's a nice panel with uh, the bus just caning along and you've got chickens flying <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Yeah. I mean, that's kinetic. It's high energy. Yeah. 
It's good action. It's good action. Um, Destro back in the I just want to know embassy. what happens. Yeah, how does it wrap up with Destro? Is that the last we see of him? Oh, no, 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 no. No, he is trying to take the plane down, isn't he? Yeah, Chip, good, Joes... Chip Goodfellow's come into the embassy and is um, he's kind of robbed them. Uh, yes. Taking all the stuff, like you say. Um, uh, he, he's trying to get away in the plane. There's big bus fight, act, uh, chase scene action. Really, really, like you say, kinetic's a good word. There's cr- jeeps crashing and everything. Um, coincidentally or, or ironically, they, the bus crashes into a load of bananas because this yeah, you know, yeah, storyline's all about the banana monopoly. Um, and yeah, he's, he's trying to get away in the plane. He's Look got at a that panel of Destro putting his fist through the goddamn bonnet. Yeah, yeah. He's and and then you get the, the a fantastic panel of um, the chip guy being tossed out of the plane. Yeah, and all the money is going everywhere. Yeah, Thrasher's basically kicked open the door and and chucked him out. He want I want some air and I want it now. Yeah, and he's kicked him out. Yeah. Uh, how that. do you feel about the you know the the Joes? How do you how do you rationalise the Joes teaming up with the Dreadnoughts working working together? You know, I think it's really... different to them teaming up with some other Cobra. I mean, they're Dreadnoughts, so I give they are Cobra, but because they would have been would be fighting bit... them, you know, it, I guess you have to kind of think it's not like. G.I. Joe storylines are not like regular war, kind of. Well, that's what Special Missions is for. Special Missions is kind of the more, not realistic, but kind of more grounded, trying to be more realistic. People dying, you know, and that kind of thing. Whereas the main series is a little bit, more, not light-hearted, but do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I absolutely know what you mean. I think the framing of Special Missions is is definitely more grounded and the way they go about the the uh, logistics of their missions and stuff is given a lot more depth there's a lot more setup and they they feel more like a an elite army kind of unit yeah. in special missions whereas this you know it's high jinks there's japes and scrapes and i i don't think tongue and cheek is the right word but yeah i had no issue with them teaming up with the dreadnoughts right okay uh especially I think also the dreadnoughts that they chose as well. Yeah, it was a good choice. Were the kind of right choice. Um, I don't think they would team up with like yeah some of the others like Zartan, but yeah. Uh, what are you gonna yo Joe Cola this? Um, oh, it's a tough one. Um, I'm at a seven. I I'm stuck between a high seven or a low eight. So I'm gonna mull on that. Okay, marinate. Uh, no, so next eight. up, we've got special missions number eight. Eight. Yes, this one is called Ambush. Uh, Cover here. Uh, beachhead, lift ticket, leatherneck in a chopper. Low light is scurrying f- to get picked up because there's guys on his tail. Yeah, let me just get that cover up. Yep. Good cover. Um, Mike Zek is a cover artist there. Yeah, big fan of low light. Uh, interior team is Larry Harmer's writing, Herb Trimpe's on art, uh, Phil Felix's letters, Bob Sharini's colouring. Yeah. So a uh, little breakdown here. We're somewhere in Southeast Asia. Um, Very simple. I think Thailand. The Joe team is sent to extract a CIA agent who they think has turned traitor. Yes. From like some locals. Lovely setup. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's, I... a, it's a capture or kill mission. Yeah. But it's just taken so seriously in in the 
in the plane talking about the DZ and they're all there. They all look, you know, there's no goon costumes there. No. Nope. These guys look like, yeah, they're an elite unit and yeah, they're about to jump out of a plane they're about to jump out of a plane <laughs> you know the guy's saying you know um such a good choice Duke's saying run your buddy checks sound off yeah and each one's got a um check who's in front so they name check each other panel. so you know exactly who's on mission um but the there's way nothing there that stands out like you know you wouldn't be on this mission yeah that is a crack squad love it yeah so i know you've had problem with special missions previously that have potentially been a bit too dry and a yeah, bit too this, serious. Though. Although I think no. this one is. This is what, no, what's this the is linear. What, what's, the dif- linear. what's the difference here? Because this is very. No, there's not that no, many is, jokes, and you know it's is kind exa- of serious. This is exactly what I want it to be. Those ones that I really hated were jumping around all over the place, so convoluted. This is so simple. Yeah. So simple. So you got and you got a CIA. Yeah, it, I, that, I know what you mean. It goes from A to B with you know. Uh, a few, maybe one twist or whatever, but um, yeah, I kind of. I just like the the art in it as well, the panels that are coming up. Yeah. Oh my word! So you've got a CIA scumbag liaison on the plane with them, basically giving him the mission, and he can't say the kill word, can he? He can't say K. Yeah. He's like, if you can't bring him out, um, he's telling low light to. Yeah. yeah. And low light's the sniper. He's the trigger man. He's like, you know, if I'm going to do it, you know, you got to tell me what to do. Mm. You know, be yeah. a, be a man. But like you say, they jump out the plane. There's parachutes. Um, beachheads on point let's move out and there's a cool panel there where they're kind of just spread out across the across the field going through the grass oh from here on in every panel is delicious yeah. that's that the the kind of twilight purple sky that's going on it's just taken so seriously it's yeah. like okay this is awesome yeah and then like you say you do get a few little little chuckles because you get leatherneck he's he's trying to he's eating his rations isn't he and he's, he's yes. not too happy, so a, bit, a little bit of light relief there. Yeah, I just like how it's not rushed. It's like, okay, we've got to dig in and we've got to wait for this convoy and, and you yeah. just get these amazing kind of pressure cooker panels yeah. where it's hot, there's flies. Yeah. They, they do a nice, just... nice, not overkill on the exposition. They tell you what their plan is. You know, the security team covers the route to the extraction site, the automatic the weapons position for grazing fire. Both fire teams positioned to fire down the road, blah blah blah. You know, now, this so, is a classic and then, cinematic trope then, that happens. Yeah, quite. And then which ne- I love. next page is just a full silent page where each character, tunnel rat, beachhead, leatherneck, whatever, like you say, sweating. There's a fly in his face. There's a centipede on a guy's arm. One guy's eating a ration bar. You know, it's just no words, and you, you can feel the tension and the sweat. And that page yeah. that you said there, where the sun is just getting bigger and bigger in these panels, and um, really, really cool. Really. Yeah, and what I like is, you know, they're there on a hair trigger, and then you've got that classic, you know, there's a kid and some yeah. animal comes yeah. through, and it's like, Whoa, the monkey in the wrench. What do we do? Yeah. 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 And I love that. It's trope. a water buffalo. It's a little kid on a water buffalo. Yeah. And then suddenly the convoy turns up, and it's bigger than they thought. Yeah. So now, Much double bigger. whammy, we're in double trouble. Yeah. And this is, then it, you know, it, it all kicks off because. Of uh, he goes for the radio yeah. and it it starts. What's his name? The FBI. The oh, Anderson. Set, it's almost like a trap for him, is it? Yeah, he's dialed it up. So as soon as they contact him, it goes. Whee! Squelches out, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then everyone just starts opening up. Yeah, open the awesome. claymore mines. It's just you know, oh, it's brutal. Yeah, and then low lights. You know, he's got the guy in his sights, but then he does one into the bush. Yep. So he goes after him. 
And it, very quickly, they're an immediate sort of, they're, they're pulling out, aren't yeah. they? Well, Flint's in charge, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a team leader and he's pulling them to disengage. Um, there's the, the leader of the convoy has killed the kid's water buffalo and he's about to kill the kid. Low light uh, puts him one through centre mass. Um, yeah. This is great, man. Then you get who comes in. Lift ticket comes in in the chopper to extract him. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, just... just Basically, yeah, so low light off page does actually. Well, uh, he, he doesn't no, kill him. He doesn't does kill he? him because Anderson, um, they get on the thing and they've basically worked over Anderson. Um, they knew. Well, Bill he... and Lift Ticket worked him over. He said uh, he'd been set, uh, Portland, who was the guy they're trying to extract, been set up by the CIA. He was meant to defect. They were counting on him to take the chip with him. It contains an undetectable computer virus that would disable every computer it is installed in. The ambush was to give him credibility. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then Anderson's giving Lowlight, you know, I caught up, Lowlight said I caught up with him, but, you know, I didn't pull the trigger. And Anderson's giving him a load of jip. I knew you'd freeze. And Lowlight's, I didn't kill him. I just smashed him on the top of the head with a rifle and took all the chips anyway. Yeah, I like how Lowlight looks in these panels because he's kind of, he's unzipped, his goggles yeah, are up. Yeah. You've never seen him so cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's oh, that's my kind of issue, buddy. Good Love stuff. That. Good stuff. Uh, so you uh, are giving this yeah. an eight. Oh, yeah, high eight. High eight. Let me mark that down on the sheet. Ben, high eight. And I think that's exactly what I think. The GI Joe special missions. I'm going should low be. eight. Such that a one. prime example of what. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, no cobra. So I think next week we're going into. Oh. Civil War territory. Civil this. War territory. Waiting. At last. Now, by my reckoning, I think this. Pre- I mean, you've got issue seventy-two, which is a bit of a prologue. So we could either do seventy-two through to seventy-six, which is actually five issues, or we could do seventy-two and a couple of special missions. No, then, I want to do this arc yeah? in one. All right, hit. we'll do seventy-two to seventy-six. There's a bit of spillover into seventy-seven. But I think we'll be able to add that onto next week. You remember kind of like the Barovia storyline, where it had that little epilogue piece in the in the next issue with Flint and Lady J. Yeah, yeah. You don't, are you sure you don't want to include it? It's up to you. Oh, well, you're saying include issue seventy-seven. Well, this is probably the big. This is this is this is what I've been waiting for. Uh, let me just get my uh, volume four here. Uh, seventy-seven. I mean because. 70, I'm just looking at 78, and that is definitely new. I, I think I think we can just do 72 to 76. Okay. If you, uh, I'm, just, I'm just flicking through 77. Ah, that's got oh. that panel as well. Are you sure, buddy? Destro with the pina coladas. Oh, yeah. 77. Okay. From what I'm seeing, it looks like it is part of the art maybe maybe well but, maybe the maybe the first like six pages okay uh but i think seven i don't know if seven might be too many i'll tell you what no you're talking about doing six dude i'm talking about no i'm talking about doing five 72 yeah to seven. and i'm talking about doing six yeah okay yeah that's what i'm saying i think i wonder if six will be too many to well I, yeah i guess but we're going to be talking about it as one thing let's read let's read up to 77 Oh yeah, and then, see and then on the show we might cap it at seventy six. If yeah, or we might do seventy seven. What's your excitement level for this, Chief? High. Yeah. What's your memories of it? And 
Do you remember loving it? Is it one of your faves? Um, I think it is... Not your fave. Well, no, I think it is It is very, very... Yeah, I think it will... If it's not in the top 10, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Oh, de- crikey, definitely top 10. Okay. Arcs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see... Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Finally, it's here. It's been brewing. Yeah, yeah. Because we haven't really done any heavy lifting with Serpenta for ages nope. and it's all going to get wrapped up. I'm excited. Yeah, good, good. Okay, cool, man. Um, we need to finish the show, obviously, with Chief Fassbear a question. Chief Fassbear a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief Fassbear a question? I think that was the original bit we did. That was the very first bit, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, Chief Fassbear a question. Yeah. I like it. Then we stacked out the show with more bits. Um, <laughs> so, movie songs now i'm not i'm a bit out of touch with mo- well, scores i'm, or I'm a bit songs. out of touch with modern cinema and modern music as a whole but i seem to remember back in the 80s and 90s you'd very often get a song Time. from a movie that would go to number one in the charts you know i'm thinking mm. like you know brian, brian adams, adams robin Will- men you in know, black uh, from uh, robin hood uh, yeah men in black uh, even things like ghost um, they don't do it anymore. Yeah, what happened to that trend of songs that went? I, I guess, I guess Bond is maybe a little bit different because then the title theme for Bond normally releases a single yeah, and do well. Yeah, they still release them. But apart, I think uh, Bond aside, take that out. What happened to that trend? Yeah, it's just a marketing ploy that they don't do anymore. I think probably because of what's happened to the music industry. There's not as much weight in it. Um, yeah, I do remember that. It but, used yeah, to be Top something you could Gun, bank Take on. my breath away. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it was a big thing. And then you'd get a the music video would be a kind of mashup of the film with the singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I miss it. Definitely more of a blockbuster thing, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it has have a lot of. I can't think of the last time that ever happened. Do a lot of movies now use either old songs already released songs rather than rather than composing new, i'm not talking just musical scores i'm talking actual song songs lyrical Which songs do do movies tend to now not release new original music songs and, and instead use I'll tell you, old I'll tell you what it recordings is. i think i've nailed this chief uh what it is is you don't get scenes in modern films where they so overtly play a song like that. Right. Uh, if you do, it would be in the credits. You might get a Beyonce song or something. But in the films that you're talking about, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves or Top Gun, yeah, you just get the song just playing in the actual film. It's like, what the heck is this? I just I just don't think that happens anymore. Okay. And if they do have songs, they're more, uh, yeah, I don't know, like Tarantino uses old stuff, doesn't he? So, I yeah, don't know, exactly. movie soundtracks are just not a big thing anymore. You're right. Yeah, there you go. Just uh, just, just a question that I had for you. It's an observation. Yeah, hmm. observation. Uh, what yeah. you got on this week, Chief? Sorry? What you got on for the rest of the week? Uh, well, I'm actually on a, I've got a day off today. Uh, booked a bit of annual leave. So we're recording Lovely. in the morning. And this afternoon I have got to do some... I've got to cut up some comics. Take, Cut them up. Taking the scalpel to the comics, yep. Uh, Are you pre- putting some in some hardbacks? Preparing some binds to send off to the book bindery. 
gonna do i'm sending off some batman comics so that Slice will once dice. they come back i will then have hardback volumes from 1992 which is the breaking of the batman where bane breaks batman's back uh, in the oh, storyline story called nightfall and that will go all the way up to i think 2011 which is when dc rebooted their entire universe with the new 52 so i'll have uh, yeah i'll have like a 20 year run of batman in hardcovers i think it'll end up being around about 20 volumes possibly okay and i'm also sending off some transformers and some gi joe real american hero some a couple of volumes which ones though you've already done all those haven't you uh gi joe yeah no but it's coming out monthly isn't it oh so I've, sorry I've got, like, You're talking about I've, the new stuff i've got like uh yeah i've got like well, i don't know um probably like 50 issues worth that i haven't bought you know the last 50 issues i think actually yeah from 200 to 250 i'll bind um and okay. i've got some others I, i'm undecided i've got a few things that i do want to do hulk do i want to do some iron man i'm not sure there's some other independent stuff um so doing that today back to work wednesday thursday friday um oh you've had a nice long weekend then yeah nice long weekend got to tidy up some lofts trying to get some pictures in the loft to post up on the uh social media so people can see where i'm recording oh nice cool yeah yeah well i'm just going to uh manipulate my feet try and get them moving try and get healthy again sounds like a plan (laughs) Less grouchy. Yeah, yeah. Right, buddy. Uh, find us in the usual places, talking underscore Joe on Twitter. We just got our 300th follower on Twitter Whee! this morning, I think, or overnight. So if that was you, thank you very much. Um, 300. Talking Joe Comics on the Instagram, talkingjoecomics at gmail.com, talkingjoe, GI Joe podcast on the Facebook. Uh, might have some more guests lined up, so stay tuned for that. More news to follow. Awesome, Chief. Uh, but that being said, Uh, Goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye to Ben. We will catch you down the road.